Welcome back, STEMcasters, to another episode of the podcast. Today, I get to speak to young Bahraini entrepreneurs, Mohammed, 15 years old, and his brother, Hassan, who's only 12 years old, from Bahrain Bayan School. And we hear about their entrepreneurial journey, why they started a business while they're still at school, the challenges and opportunities along the way, and everything in between. So without further ado, enjoy the episode. All right, uh, Mohammed and Hassan, welcome to the Stemcast podcast. I'm excited to have two of you today. And we are also happy to be in the Stemcast. And it's really a pleasure to introduce ourselves into this podcast. And it's actually an honor to be in it. Thank you. So usually when I do my podcasts, it's me just speaking to one guest, right? And so it's really exciting to be able to speak to two and two brothers, that is. So uh, before we kick off, you know, as to what are you currently doing, I wanted you to give a short introduction about yourselves to our listeners. So any of you uh, can, can start. Yeah, so my name is Hassan Mahmoud, and recently, like now, I'm grade six, and I'm 12 years old. I like reading, and I also like movies, and and my favorite hobby is to paint. Nice, I love it. All right, Mohammed, over so to you. So I'm Mohammed, and uh, I enjoy experiencing and participating in many events throughout the country. Uh, I'm 15 years old and I'm in grade 10, moving to grade 11, inshallah. And uh, I enjoy participating in many events. I'm to be and to specify this point is that I like to be in many events that are organized by authorities throughout the country, such as the cultural authority or the events that occur then. Uh, that is a thing that I usually go in. Awesome. So this is, I think, my second time actually speaking to students, uh, which is really fantastic because uh, this podcast is really about shining, you know, examples of Bahrainis, but also of people from all around the world about some of the amazing things that they're doing. And so I want you to give me a little bit of background to your interest in starting a business at such a young age. So how did that come about? So our interest, it, it was like a long journey. We're like, first of all, to start, we were in the beginning of the pandemic, we saw that uh, many businesses started to show up, but no business came out unique or coming out of the season. Many businesses had products which were repeated. So I really was a bit, me and Hassan were a bit jealous. So we started uh, having a conversation about what could we do? Uh, since the both hobby we are really good in are is painting and drawing, so we decided then uh, uh, while we were going to our grandfather's house, we just saw the uh, hand, palm straw made uh, bags, and we just took one. And since my auntie was going to the beach, we decided to do her a simple gift, and so we decided to just buy some spray paint and some paint in order just to do this bag. So it's like basically a pop-up idea that came to us. We were like actually inspired by my mom at the beginning when we saw them. So we just started with this. And then when my auntie started to post it in her social media accounts, uh, we then, uh, many people were asking her and uh, she actually gave 
gave them our number. And then we decided to open the, after one week, uh, Instagram account. And we started working officially like a small business. And thank God, like our business started expand, expanding and increasing uh, in a really fast way. I love it. I love your drive, you know, being so young. And, and I love how you said, you know, you felt a little bit jealous. You felt like, okay, you know what? Like everyone's starting a business and you, I might as well just start one too. Um, and you took that energy that you have and you said, all right, let's start it. So I think, is it safe to say that the inspiration has also been like just Bahraini roots? Like, you know, thinking about the palm tree and how you can incorporate something that is like a, a symbol of the country and and use it as part of your product uh, yes because since like we see many businesses that make these summer bags uh, that like they get the bags from outside of bahrain which makes me ashamed that we have more high quality products more uh, more uh, usable uh, resources in order to make it such as these bags and we actually before like people started to get the bags from outside and painting on them. Now we started doing it from Bahrain and the product is our aim is to make the product fully Bahraini. I love it. So let me ask you, do you actually do it yourselves? We actually work with uh, uh, the people who are still in need, who were affected by the pandemic and their sales really went low. So we decided to work with them in order to make for us the bags. And we like, like we get them fully plain and we start adding the colors, adding the paintings, spraying it all out. Uh, so yeah, basically 75% uh, or maybe more 80% of the process is fully done by us, while 20% is from people, but they're also Bahraini and the, and the things they use is palm trees, which are in their form, which is in Bahrain, Na'arod. Yeah, I know that's, that's great that you're also supporting, you know, like uh, locals who are excellent at their crafts. Um, and then you add your like creative spin on it. And so it's kind of like the best of both worlds. So you touched a little bit about the inspiration, but I'm wondering, have you faced any challenges along the way? Like what has been the biggest challenge in starting a business? Uh, is it still ongoing, especially now with, you know, school on the one side, right? Because it takes up a lot of your time, but also on the, on the other side, keeping up with, you know, with, with the business, who's actually a part of um, the, like going over the Instagram account, checking for orders, dispatching orders and all that stuff. So how are you keeping pace with all of that? And what are the biggest challenges that you've faced or are currently facing? So I would say that the biggest challenges we have faced is sometimes that we couldn't keep up with a lot of orders because we had study in one hand and orders in the other hand. So we, we faced that challenge is that many clients were waiting, but recently like, it was really hard at the beginning because a lot of people during the pandemic want to order a lot of stuff. So, so we had these bags created, so they wanted to buy a lot. So we had too much, like, yeah. Yeah, see, that, that's usually not a bad problem, you know, to, to actually have a lot of clients <laughs> requesting for your product. But it can be when you have, uh, you know, you have school on the one hand and then just making sure that, you know, you have enough time to actually work on the products and delivering them and all that stuff. So let me ask you about 
your parents' reaction, your family's reaction, your, uh, you know, your friends, your classmates, when you went there and said, guys, I have a, you know, or we have a business idea, this is what we plan on doing. What, what, what were the reactions like? So first of all, I would like to add on Hassan's point. Uh, the point that he said is that uh, we faced many challenges due, uh, like we, since the school ended in June and we were start we were starting in June, so we had a bit uh, one week in study. So uh, that was like a challenge to us. But then we faced challenges that the people didn't like the bag, and uh, but actually we knew how to handle with them and we knew how to make the bag as they need. So we know how to deal with customers now. And answering that question about uh, my parents and family's reaction, actually my family were one of the first supporters to me and my brother in this business. And uh, they were the, actually my father used to help me in, because uh, he's good at Arabic calligraphy. So he helped me in that and doing these bags. And my mom, like she was basically the person funding me in the beginning. So she was funding me with all the money, uh, even my dad, but like my mom was the supporter. She was getting me the ideas. She was showing me some paintings that were done in order to put them in my painting. And she like gave me the push to establish this business. And even my dad, he was helping me so much, so much in the painting since he's, he had art skills many, many back long. And my sister actually, she was helping me in applying the orders and taking the orders from the Instagram since I was like always busy painting with Hassan and we were just painting. So my, my sister was helping and my small sister, she's actually six years old, but she was helping in the wrapping and the organizing. So like we, it's like basically a business, but the, the faces that show to the media is me and Hassan. And uh, so the, my friends reaction, I actually didn't tell them until I reached maybe uh, till the mid of August. So like they were say, uh, one of my friends sent me, do you know for whose business is this? And I went to order a bag for my own. So then I told him, oh, this is my business. And like he had the thought that this was mine, but he was never not sure. So then um, on August, like basically all the orders were some of my friends for their moms and for their aunties. So like my, I saw a really good uh, support from my friends and Hassan's friends and mom's friends too, they, and my dad's, like I had the full support from many people throughout the kingdom, many relatives, many people I know. I actually don't know how to express this feeling on how this business succeeded with all these people and I didn't expect that. It, it seems to me like, you know, it, you involve the entire family, which makes it all the more fun, right? So you were talking a little bit about how, you know, you had the support of your mom and dad, how, you know, your sisters started working and, and doing a little bit of Instagram takeover, you know, your younger sister helping with the packaging. And then you have Hassan there to also assist with, you know, the the painting and all that stuff. So I really just feel like it's a, it's a fun family affair. And I think what's wonderful is to be able to have very, very supportive um, parents and, and basically just like a network. Uh, would you say that had you not had that support, would it, would it have changed anything for you? Uh, to be honest, yes, I would face many problems throughout we will face many problems throughout the business because uh, like everyone impacted and so that we save time. We had the ability to do more orders in a day. We increased our sales more. Uh, we both actually 
uh, were talking about the prices that we will do for the people in order just to meet the requirements so if any person can afford it in order to do to get the bag or our product so it was really a good support base which was really helped us and uh, gave us the push in order to do this business and do these things and was this your first business idea or did you dabble with you know other businesses in the past uh, or you know or you had some idea for a business but you never actually launched it Yeah, um, we wanted one time like to do a collaboration. Okay, we had like another business. No, like not, we don't own it, but uh, our like our friend. Okay, so we wanted to make a collaboration with them because you know these like ornaments that you hang on bags and these things. So we, we are still working on it. We want to make a collaboration with them. So, What's interesting to me is, you know, you know, you're uh, Hassan is twelve, uh, Mohammed is, you know, almost going to grade eleven now, and you know, you're still young by by all means. And what's interesting is that you started thinking about business at this age. So, what specifically got you interested in business? Was it like, um, you know, a family influence, or were you just personally interested? How did that come about? So as I said, it was an idea that popped up to us, and uh, like uh, we had like uh, my great grandfather from my mother's side. Uh, he's actually known for uh, like he had business genes, so uh, we can basically that say we we got it from it. But uh, actually, my father is like good at marketing, so maybe I knew how to market uh, my product by his skills. Like he gave me the the way on how to market my product, such as my mom on how to photo shoot the products uh, and where to photo shoot them based on the seasons or the collections we make. So uh, what insp- like what how we thought about business is that uh, actually having a business from a young age will make you applicable in order to make a business from the career we will get in the future. Any career can have a business uh, plan. So maybe we would have uh, maybe uh, knowledge about the mark um, about the market in Bahrain and what the Bahraini people would recommend. What are the Bahraini people likes? What it needs and how to deal with like customers and this like will give us a bit knowledge on and experience in a business. So this may help us in the future. In the future. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how you know you're thinking about your future now, which is fantastic because usually, uh, you know, kids your age. youth your age would probably just think, okay, well, what am I interested in today? Not necessarily, how is this going to help me in the future, right? And so my question then is, what skills did you learn specifically from this business endeavor? What did you learn about yourself? What skills did you learn that are you know required in business? Give us a little bit of insight on this. So that that you have to be very. Oh, sorry. So uh, what Hassan saying is that uh, we have to be very applicable, and we have to. Uh, it gave us the skills in order. Like painting needs, uh, uh, like really prog- progression and um, maintaining this hobby will make your painting more faster. Will make you more applicable in order to paint. 
So this basically uh, it maintained our uh, skills, and now we know how to draw faster. So our skills like got more developed. Uh, by like by each month, we saw a development in our painting skills and our hand skills. So I let Hassan now to add on on my words. So is that you have to deliver to the customer what they want? Like for example, they they said that specific thing that they want. You have to have like every anything that you want and you draw it you have to like send for example a picture okay and they can tell you their feedback so it's also that their feedback also helps us for about focusing on what the customer wants instead like we cannot just focus on what we do we have to focus on what the customer needs Yes, Hassan, that is such an important takeaway, you know, and, and to recognize it early on is fantastic. And to realize that you, you have to continuously add value to the customers, touch base with them, ask them, you know, if, if you know, you, their, your products have um, served them in any way, are they satisfied with it? Can they refer you to someone else? So that is such an important lesson that you you know that you learned early on and I have no doubt that you know just using that lesson alone and building on it you're going to be like you're going to see so many successes after this so this is fantastic so let me ask you about your plans for your current business what do you plan on doing uh you know are you planning on doing it like an additional product for example uh are you is there any any exciting things that you're you know you're you'd like to to share with us here today? Uh, yes, so this is uh, extremely exclusive for Stemcast. Ooh, so, exciting! <laughs> so we are introducing bags. Like we're having ideas in order to have bags with bamboo handles instead of uh, palm uh, palm tree handles, uh, straw made handles. So we will be having the same summer bags we do. With some add-ons on designs, it will be like this summer collection will be more classical. Uh, it will have a more uh, good theme. Uh, we will. It will be like full of bamboo handles, full of uh, wooden handles, which will make the product more uh, look professional. Uh, maybe we are working in order to find a, a place where we could have a stand in Saudi Arabia. So now we are working uh, with Plus973 now and uh, we will be having our product soon in the airport of uh, Bahrain. This is exciting. This is really, really exciting. I'm really looking forward to it because, again, you know, I'm a big supporter of children and youth in general. And I love that they come up with ideas as creative as yours and, you know, and, and really acting on these ideas. So very exciting news. And I'm happy that you're using our platform as a way to share your exclusive news. Um, I'm excited for you, to be honest. And hopefully we get to see the products not only in you know, different areas in Bahrain, but also, inshallah, beyond Bahrain. So let's see here. I wanted to ask about... How has your relationship as brothers been impacted in either in a positive or even in a negative way through the business? Because, you know, it's oftentimes, you know, as, as brothers, uh, it, it may be all well and good, but then once you 
you know, go to business together, maybe, you know, Mohammed has different ideas and Hassan has different ideas. How do you, how do you do that? Like, how do you come to an agreement as to, okay, like, this is what we should do? Uh, how, and how has it impacted your relationship together? Who wants to take this question? Yeah, so the relationship is like, we have been, it has been very strong because we, when we work together, we don't usually do that. So this idea has really impacted like our relationship between brother and brother. So I'm really glad that I get to work with my brother. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, and let me also ask you, so I, I'm assuming, you know, given that you, you're about to, you know, you're about to finish school. So I'm assuming that your summer is going to be extremely busy with your, the launch of your new product and just working on it and doing the deliveries and, you know, just growing the company. Is that what you intend for, for your upcoming summer holidays? Uh, to be honest, yes, that's what we are working on. Nice. Uh, we are working on uh, applying the new product into the market. And it's actually now since the pandemic is uh, a bit in a, in a mood that still it's not the place where people could travel. So we would like take this chance in order to launch our product since people will be in Bahrain. The, and I am sure that the Bahrainis would like to support the Bahraini product. So that's what we are doing. Lovely. Um, I'm personally looking forward to it. So just before we move into, you know, a different topic altogether, I had a question about specific role models or, you know, people that you look up to in the business world. Now that, you know, you are in business, do you have specific individuals, uh, whether local, international, anyone that you look up to in the business world? Uh, so we, in Bahrain, there's a person who, uh, had a good idea, which was painting, but she drew her canvases on the uh, on 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 acrylic boxes. She printed them, so she's a good role model in Bahrain. So we had like a bit idea of uh, doing it. So we did the same, basically the same idea of painting our paintings, but on bags. But our role model in Bahrain, like she, she uh, like did her painting, and her work is really professional. She's from she's a Bahraini graduate like us. Uh, she's she's called Amina Al Abbasi. She she's one of the Bahrainis who really have good drawings, and we actually like to see her drawings on the product. And uh, as a role model from the outside of the world, we could see that uh, uh, maybe having uh, Steve Jobs. Uh, he's uh, he started Apple with uh, a computer, and he thought that it was useless. But now maybe his company gets sixteen point four billion. Uh, we have many brands such as Gucci, such as Fendi, uh, all of them started from the zero. Their names were not even like worth it even for $5. Now they invest more than billions of dollars. So why wouldn't a Bahraini product or a Bahraini brand reach to these stages? If those people reach to it, why would a Bahraini couldn't reach? Yeah, uh, I love your ambition and your drive. I think that's exactly uh, the, you know, this is exactly what we need. And I have no doubt that, you know, youth like yourselves, full of passion, full of energy, full of excitement, can really go on to change the world and, you know, bring about new products, new services and, and make people's lives better. So uh, I applaud you for thinking the way that you do. I think that's absolutely phenomenal. And before we jump into something else, like I said, I wanted to ask if you could share a piece of advice 
to our listeners at the moment. So we have listeners usually in the youth brackets, but even if you were to, to, let's say, share it to your classmates, what, what words of advice would you say from, you know, from launching a business at such a young age, what advice would you share with other youth out there in Bahrain? So I would say that starting a business at the beginning is really a difficult stage. Uh, but how would you succeed it if you know how to man- manage your uh, your uh, basically your the amount you have of money in order that you will put in the business organizing the orders um, uh, maybe uh, uh, putting a amount of money uh, uh, like a budget maintaining the budget or managing it is really the good path for if a person or a person like me or the person my age would think of having a business Uh, searching for the product before like just buying randomly uh, putting a head plan for the start because to be honest the the most uh, as soon as you start and pass the first stage everything will go so smooth maybe you will face challenges in the middle with maybe a bit of customers a bit of lack of uh, lack of requirements that you will need for the bags that's a uh, Like a basic problem you could solve in a minute because since the the places in Bahrain are full of these places, uh, so but a piece of advice is putting the budget in the beginning, finding the amount the requirements and the amount available in Bahrain, putting a head plan for the product you will sell, putting a, organizing everything. This is the most important thing in starting any business in the world, uh, to my opinion, or any person who would open this, uh, who in my age who would like to open a business. This is the most important thing to be honest. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's really sound advice, Mohammed. And let's transition now to talk a little bit about your plans in the future, in the very near future. So, Mohammed, you know, you're you're about to go to grade 11, which is you know exciting. You, you have only a few more years left, and you know you'll graduate from from school. Hassan, you have a few more years left, but you know you're you're in there. So, have you given it some thought as to what you might want to do? Once you graduate, whether it's um, you know studying something or a specific discipline or even a specific work uh, that you or career path that you would like to see for yourself. So I think like in the future, our plan would be is to expand our project and like make it international. And. Uh, And now I think uh, let Muhammad add up to mine. So uh, for me, uh, I would like to enter the political science world. That's my, that's the major I would like to be in. Uh, I'm basically still not sure, but I think that's where I see myself on because uh, uh, maybe I'm heading to business, still not uh, I'm still between these, but maybe for university, if I plan on going, I will either study one of these because since they are a bit uh, similar subjects, maybe uh, like a wide difference between them, but they are basically in the same for in the same category. Uh, but to be honest, any you can find any job in Bahrain uh, for from for these um, subjects that I would like to take in. Uh, so. Maybe because I have interest in politics a lot and things that happen in the country, and uh, I enjoy like uh, looking at news of the country, looking at the parliament, um, parliament councils uh, meetings. That's that's thing I interest a lot, and I really see that Bahrain is a country that really appreciates political people, 
uh, it's the country of freedom, it's the country of uh, peace. So Bahrain is really a good, uh, a, a good place. Actually, it's not just because it's my country. Uh, it's because I see it's a good place for any person who is majoring in political science to have his job here. And, you know, I think there's no shame in saying, I don't know, uh, and and just kind of exploring options, right? Because especially in this day and age, it's very important for you to keep your options open, uh, given that there's so much that's changing all around us today. Uh, you know, so old jobs are going to be replaced with new jobs, which is very exciting. And these new jobs, are, obviously, they'll require specific skill sets, uh, and and that's the beauty of it that you don't necessarily have to you know have to do one thing for the rest of your life like it was the case you know like in the past now it's just a matter of how fast can you learn these different skills and really kind of even hopping from one place to another if you feel like it so you know my word my word of advice for both of you is keep your options open and build your skills because that's the most important thing. You know, skills have utility. You can take your skills and you can put them in, you know, different careers and they will still add value and be very, very valuable. So I like that, Mohammed. you know, you were very honest and said, hey, this is what I think I'd like to do, but I don't know. And, and that's absolutely fine. You know, you, you'll, you'll figure it out along the way. Sometimes we feel like we need a map to know exactly where we, we we're going. But the world <laughs> never really goes according to plan. I don't know if, if you saw this firsthand, but it rarely does. So uh, keep your options open. Keep your options open. All righty. Uh, let me ask you a fun question about a superpower of yours. If you had one, what would it be? I think it would be probably teleportation. Because like teleportation is a very nice thing. It's like instead of a car, you can you can just like teleport any place you want. Because like a, a superpower is a sport. I agree. That would be really cool. <laughs> How about yourself, Mohammed? Uh, maybe being invisible. <laughs> Not sure, but maybe you could uh, being invisible and fast, uh, so that you could see. Uh, we could have a look on how, uh, like, I'm not be saying being invisible like in a place, like, I mean, uh, being invisible as, like, being invisible as fast and, like, moving fast. I would like to be like a genie that pops everywhere. Uh, maybe I would like to have a look over all the world in a minute. That's what, maybe a superpower. <laughs> like Flash, you know? Yeah, like Flash, Flash exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So usually I end my podcast with a question on asking my guests about their STEM mission. So their mission in STEM. So let me ask you something similar and that if you didn't have a specifically a STEM mission, if you had a mission just for your lives, what do you think is that mission that you're working towards? Is I think the mission is like to like give everybody some inspiration. Like I want to be um, an inspiration to everybody. So I think the mission is to like you have to be like an important person like the society, which is like for example, let's say like for example Steve Jobs and Gates. Like for example, 
they they became like inspirations like role models so i so like i think that my mission is to be something unique very cool i love it is your similar mohammed or different uh i'm a bit similar but uh, i would like to people who if in the future i be an inspiration i would like to be all the people who see me as an inspiration to be like me and to be in my same place and my mission is just to uh, i am actually basically i like to make people uh i enjoy uh, sorry for this technical issue so no i i enjoy making people happy so i would like to just build a smile in people uh, actually a mission i would like to do uh, uh i'm really related to my grandmother i would like to make uh, maybe a charity in the future uh, that will hold her name uh, that will fund people who are in need uh, for uh, under her name because she really uh, was supportive and uh, she is really a good person who deserves everything i would do for her so that's a mission i would like to do that's beautiful i love it i really enjoyed having you hassan mohammed on the podcast really and i wanted you to share with our listeners where can they find more about uh, sunset bags get in touch with you guys directly so maybe if you can share your instagram links uh, for those that are interested so that they can check out you know your new collection that's coming out in the summertime and just really to connect with you so uh, can you share your uh, your profiles on here uh, yes so people can uh, have us at uh, sunset bags uh, on instagram uh, we will be uploading a website soon inshallah uh, to get orders internationally, but for Bahrain people who are interested to get our product. So we are starting our new collection. We are now on and off. So we are starting basically on the mid of Ju- or on the start of July. Uh, we will put, announce our timings on Instagram. So please follow us on Instagram who are hearing the podcast and we wish you will love our product and uh, see our collection for the summer. There you go. Show them some love, guys. Be sure to follow them and then, you know, root for them on their journey to building this business from the ground up. But otherwise, Mohammed and Hassan, thank you so much for making the time to be here with me today. It's our pleasure. Thank you for your time. That was all for this week's episode. I hope that this episode really left you inspired to think of what's possible and to stop making excuses if you know if you're too young or too old or you don't have the skills or you don't have the resources to do what you want to do. Hopefully, the story of Muhammad and his brother Hassan really kind of gives you that that permission to to dream and to go after you know your your dreams and your aspirations and your goals and it's so important to have that supporting environment whether it's you know family members relatives friends peers etc so i'll leave you with that and, and until we see you again next time take care mm-hmm.